This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. New York's number one, sports radio, 1019 FM, the band, WFAN. Alrighty, folks, 942 here on this Friday evening. It's JJ After Dark, John Jastrzemski. We're right here on the fan. Get aboard at 877-337-6666. And it's remarkable in so many ways that we in this wacky, weird 2020 year are halfway through the NFL season. That to me is crazy to think about. It is the first weekend in November. It does not feel like November, and that's a good thing. I mean, last weekend, it felt like it was February. So nobody knows with this damn weather what you're going to get. But the leaves almost certainly down. There's maybe a early fall feel, even though it's late fall. And that means it's starting to be winning time. I'm a game under 500. Considering I was nine under, I'm proud with the climb back, but I don't like to slip up. Two and three last week. No bueno. To quote Joe Girardi, it's not what you want. Instead of talking about back-to-back losing weeks, I want to make it four out of five winning weeks because that sounds good. That sounds juicy. And I know that's what the people want. So without further ado, second half of the year, it's time to shine. It's the week nine edition of the world famous JJ After Dark on Locks of the Week. And here we go. I want winners. I want people that want to win. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! So the record on the year through eight weeks, 19-20-1. It's nothing to write home about. But mind you, I was nine games under 500. So 
The trends are pointing in a positive direction. I hope. Let's get you another winning week, shall we? Let's start game one. I'm going to start with the game that I like the most. I love the Seattle Seahawks on the road, laying the three against the Buffalo Bills. And normally I look at this sort of line and it reeks of a square line. But listen to this. Seattle is 10-0 straight up. 8-1-1 against the number in their last 10 games on the East Coast. They are 10-2 straight up in their last 12 games as road favorites. On the flip side, I have been very down on what I've seen from the Buffalo Bills over their last two weeks. Remember there was talk early in the year about Josh Allen as an MVP candidate? That's gotten awfully quiet. The Bills are 0-4 against the number in their last four. The Bills barely beat the Jets, should have lost to the Patriots, and their defense has problems. I think Wilson will light them up. Seattle doesn't scare me going west coast to east coast. I've seen them far too many times in these situations deliver. I'm laying a three. I think they get it done. I'd like it more at two and a half. But nonetheless, I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks to get it started. First to five. Game two. We're going down to Atlanta. And I got to be honest, folks. This line makes absolutely no sense to me. How in the world are the Atlanta Falcons a four-point favorite over anybody? Why? Because they beat the Carolina Panthers on Thursday night? I think that's an overreaction line. Denver has been spunky. They're 7-2 against the number in their last nine games on the road. The Falcons, on the flip side, are 0-4 straight up, 0-4 against the spread in their last four games as home favorites. You want another trend? The Falcons are 1-14-1 in their last 16 games against the AFC. I'm getting four points with the Denver Broncos. I'm taking them. Give me Denver plus the four. I might even sprinkle and get involved with the money line. Game three. I think you Giant fans are going to like this. I'm rolling with the Giants plus two and a half against the Washington football team. I know the Giants are coming off a short week, but they hung in against, for my money, the best team in the NFC. This quarterback's got to be better. But this is a game where, to me, he doesn't have to do a whole lot. I think this game will be low scoring. I think the Giant defense will have their way with Kyle Allen. The Giants, historically speaking, have played a whole lot of quality games and have had great success playing in Washington. And on the road, the Giants, 7-0 against the number, against the spread. Washington, on the other hand, 2-11 straight up in their last 13 games against divisional opponents. I think it's a big effort for the Giants. I'll take them plus the 2.5. I think they win the game outright. Giants in game number three. Game four, to me, it's the marquee game of the week. It's the game I'm looking forward to the most. New Orleans and Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers are a four-point favorite in this game, and I think it is a great revenge spot. An excellent revenge spot for Tampa Bay. Remember, they lost to New Orleans earlier in the season. All the way back in week one. I like Tom Brady in those sort of games. Even though you got Michael Thomas coming back. Even though you got Emmanuel Sanders coming back. 
I think the Bucks kind of were lethargic Monday night against the Giants because they were thinking about this game. I only got a letter four. I expect a big effort from the Bucks offense. I think the Saints have kind of been a little overrated all year. I'm rolling with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers laying the four in game number four. Last but not least, man, I'm a little concerned about this game. But the line movement indicates it's a must-play for me. Taking the Indianapolis Colts as a pick against the Baltimore Ravens. This line opened at Baltimore minus three. You got 63% of the tickets coming in on Baltimore. Why in the world is this game down to pick them? Well, it's down to pick them because the numbers and the analytics favor the Colts. The Colts defense is balling out, and they've been money when they play at home. Money. I don't like what I've seen from the Ravens. They got a couple of guys missing from the COVID list. Jackson has not looked good. I got line movement. That's reverse. I got a struggling quarterback, and I got a hot defense. That, to me, is the recipe to roll with the Colts. So what am I doing this week? Seattle lane three. Denver plus the four. Indianapolis at a pick'em. Giant fans, going to like it. Giants plus two and a half. Tampa minus four. I thought about... My Dolphins against Arizona didn't want to go down that road and go in that direction. So those are my five picks. Let's make it a winning week. We welcome in a man who might be giddy about Steve Cohen and his Mets. He's giddy that Brody's gone, but, you know, he's got to watch the Jets on Monday night. So there's that. So let's welcome in my main man, the Nick Lyon, Mike Fliegelman. Hello, Fleeks. What's happening, brother? What's up, JJ? Uh, yeah, I'm so giddy and ecstatic about Steve Cohen. That's making up for everything else that might not be great. Uh, first, I have to say all the love to Joe Beningo. All the love. All the love. Yes, sir. I don't sir. know how I'm going to get through Jet losses or any bad Jet moments without listening to him the next day. I'm going to have to figure that out. A lot of Jets fans are going to have to figure that out. And I guess in honor of him or just because this has worked for me all year, game number one, I got to fade the Jets. I got to pick the Patriots minus the eight and a half. My heart is terrified that the Jets will win this game and ruin their chances at Trevor Lawrence. But even as bad as the Patriots have looked the last few weeks, my head looks at this game and says, how can the Jets possibly compete with this Patriots team? You know, they were they lost that game against the Bills last week. Cam had to fumble, but they were in it against a team that's much, much better than the Jets. Even with the returning wide receivers, I just don't see how the Jets stay in this game. I think Bill Belichick wants to stick it to him like he always does on Monday night on national TV so the Pats win this game going away. Game number two, I'm with you on the other local team. I love the Giants plus the two and a half. Daniel Jones has four wins in his career. Three are against Washington. I think this could be another ugly low-scoring game like it was the first time these two teams played this year, but I think the Giants are going to win. So I'm taking them with the two and a half points here. I like what I've seen from the defense, and I will be betting them on the money line to beat Washington on Sunday as well. Game number three, another one I'm with you on. I love the Seahawks minus the three. I've been on them a lot this year. You stole the stat that I was going to bring up and how equally good they are when they travel to the East Coast. They're not one of the teams that you have to worry about when they travel to the other time zone and they lay an egg. They're a great team. I, like you, don't really believe in the Bills all that much. They're a solid team, but I think the Seahawks are the best or the second-best team in the NFC, and I think they're going to get the job done and win the game, so I'm taking them minus the three. I wanted to go with the – you mentioned the line movement in the Colts game. There's another game with line movement. It's the Raiders 
and the Chargers. I wanted to follow the Sharps on this one, but I said, you know what? I can't go head-to-head against Harris Allen in two games. I'm not brave enough for it. I like the Colts. You're brave enough for it, so kudos to you. I can't do it. So instead, game number four, I'm going to stick with a team that's been great to me all year, and they're playing an awful, horrendous quarterback in Garrett Gilbert this week. I'm laying the wood with the Steelers, 14 and a half. It's a lot. They're on the road. I don't care so much about the fact that they're on the road. I'm worried that they'll do what they've done in some earlier games this year and really just take their foot off the gas when they have a comfortable lead. But even so, I'm going to roll the dice that they cover the two-touchdown-plus number, and the Steelers keep everything rolling. This is a special team. This is a really, really good football team, and I think they're just going to keep that going with another win against Dallas on Sunday. And game number five, I was thinking about this game anyway earlier in the week, and everything that came out about it made me lean more and more towards it. I'm going to take the Vikings minus the four or four and a half against the Lions. Again, I was considering this even before we found out about Matthew Stafford. Now knowing that he's probably not going to be playing in this game, Kenny Galladay declared out. We got burned by the Lions again last week, so I'm definitely never taking them again. And I'm going against them this week with a team that I knew I should have stayed away from last week, picking against them in the Vikings. I called it. We knew the line was fishy. I went with it anyway this week. With the way Dalvin Cook looked last week, I feel pretty good at taking them against the Lions. So I'm going to take them minus the four of the Vikings. And throwing in a bonus for you just on Saturday, Clemson, Clemson, Clemson. Clemson, maybe going heads up with yours truly. Fleegs, always a pleasure. We'll chat uh, at some point next week, probably on Thursday or Friday. Who the hell knows? Enjoy your weekend. All the love to quote you, All the love. Paul Rosenberg, it's now your time to shine. Now, let's get this straight, Paul. Two and three last week. What were you the week prior? Two. I've been two and three every time I've done this. All right, so you've done it twice. That means you are what? Four and six. Four that means you got to get going. Yes, Give I do. Give me a winning week now. Let's Here go. Here we go. Okay, this is going to be quick. I am with you guys. Seattle minus the three. I will not rehash those reasons to waste time. Seattle minus three for all the reasons. I am on the Broncos plus the four in Atlanta. The Falcons defense can't stop anyone. They allow 28 points a game, 20 touchdown passes. I know it's Drew Locke, but he threw for 248, three scores last week. Lindsey Gordon on the ground. And again, the Atlanta defense, they can't stop a cold. They can't stop a, uh, you know, a cut. So I am with Denver. I actually think they might win the game outright. But if Look you at you riding with me, by the way, on two games this week. That That's problematic, bro. I'm already I, concerned the, about the, that. The, the, the Rosenberg mush might be in effect here, and, yeah, I apologize for, and I apologize for that. And last week I was giddy when you picked the Rams. I mean, I was oh, so fired <laughs> that up was, when you picked that, the that Rams. Was, that, that was a bad pick by, by me. That, that well, was a bad pick. Now so the, you're rolling with Seattle. You're rolling with Denver. What right. else you got for me? Now, the good news is that I, I have my normal – I have three – Props for uh, this week. Of course. The first prop, as I've rolled with every week, Jets under one and a half touchdowns at minus 105. Uh, I'm going to keep betting this until I lose, and I'm fine with that. Uh, I am with leagues that I'm really concerned that the Jets might put up like 28 this week because the Pats defense is so bad, but I'm going to try to like, this is more of a heart bet than a brain bet because I actually think the Jets might win this game. I just hope I'm wrong. Uh, The second prop I have. I like Kansas City to score in every quarter. And you can get that at plus 120. The Panthers allowed the Bears and the Saints to score in every quarter in week 5 and week 6. They let the Falcons score in each uh, in each game that they just played. Um, and again, you're coming off KC against the Jets. A 500 yard performance. They can put up 40 or 50 points, you know, 
mostly any week. I know it's the Jets and this is the and this is the Panthers, but I still like that. Along with that, I also like the Sean Watson over 286 and a half throwing yards. The Jaguars defense, real, real bad. And I think this is a statement game for uh, the Texans and and Deshaun Watson. I was going to take Deshaun minus the seven, but I decided just to do the the, uh, prop. So Seattle minus three, Denver plus four, Jets under one and a half uh, touchdowns, Kansas City to score every quarter at plus 120, and Deshaun Watson over 286 and a half passing yards at minus 112. A job well done by Paul Rosenberg. And our leader in the clubhouse right now is... Shocking. Harris Allen, 21-17-2 and two on the year. Harris rolling with the Ravens. Heads up with me. He's got him at a pick him. Giants, he's rolling with me. He's got him at plus two and a half. He's going with the Chargers as a pick him. Interesting. Arizona laying four and a half. Harris, I love you. I hope that pick goes down in flames. And he's taking the New England Patriots. There you have it. The week nine edition of the Unlocks of the Week. And I have to admit, folks, I thought long and hard about throwing the Dolphins in. But, you know, I took them last week. Looked good taking them last week. I didn't want to double meet. I did not want to go down the rabbit hole again of tying in emotion and, you know, my fandom and a potential pick. So we ended up going with Indianapolis instead. So that was the final, you know, determining factor. You know, like when you're like going through these games and you're like scratching off which one you like and which one you don't like. Miami and Indy, those are my final two. So I'm going against my heart here. Trying to let logic and reverse line movement and all that good stuff prevail. I want a winning week though. I want to make it four out of five. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.